0: i Welcome to episode 209 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends bring three topics from the worlds of pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. I'm Ty. You can find me on the goddamn internet at SEATJK. And with me, as always, is Chris. Where are you discovering that life online has diminishing returns, Chris?
1: <laughs> you can find me at Senior, carefully cultivating my feed so I don't have to deal
0: with <laughs> <laughs> so just... many jackasses. It is a nightmare on the internet. I mean, it's been a nightmare, but man, it is something else these days.
1: Yeah, the great, the great, the great social platform experiment is is burst into flames and is careening toward the ditch very quickly.
0: I, I, You know, it used to feel like it was inevitable, like it would never go away, but now I'm starting to think that people are just going to be like, you know what, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I like, right? I, feel, what? I mean, yeah, why would I? I don't know. Yeah,
1: it just depends on how deep you want to wade into it. I guess people are into it. So they, they take on all kinds of followers and all kinds of follows. And I'm going the opposite way. I'm like, that person I don't need to follow anymore. This person doesn't give me anything. This person is, you know. you know. I'm going to follow the attractive people on Instagram <laughs> only. and yeah. then, And then follow the people I find interesting on Twitter only.
0: Well, speaking of Twitter, you can interact with the show on Twitter at 2on3pod or hit us up via email at holla, holla. at 2on3pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. You know, we heard from Neighbor Cole from the 7 Days of Geek podcast complaining that we use apparently the Cole's Law, Cole's law joke. Oh, yeah. He, lay, he lays exclusive claim. Really? To the Cole's Law joke. The Cole? Well, all right. Well, he is, he is Neighbor Cole. So, okay. <laughs> Uh, he better make a good slaw. Is all I'm saying. You be, barbecue, you better bring bring the heat.
1: You like the? Do you like the drier, or the, you like you
0: like a wet coleslaw? Nice and slimy. Right. No, I want I want a nice uh, I want a crisp cabbage, but I want you know. Go ahead, go ahead and be generous with the eh? with with the dressing. Don't don't bring me this. Just it's, a, it's like dry cabbage. Like that's not. I can just have some of that. I can just chop that up. You're going to mix some things in there.
1: How do you feel about the KFC coleslaw?
0: It's disgusting. <laughs> too wet. It's too wet. That is like a lit- lettuce soup. Yeah. Right. Speaking of food, Chris, what have you brought for us to cook up tonight on the show? Oh, today I brought a little bit of
1: restaurant rules for servers. Um, celebrity Pen Pals, and uh, talk, I mean you know, I've held this one over from the other week, but uh, how much better summer is when your kids get older?
0: Yeah, it was tough when I pulled the ripcord on you last week, I'm sorry. That's, a, that's fine. It's, a, it's evergreen. Busy. Busy. Um, I, have, I have some, I want to ask you some questions about whether or not you keep certain secrets from parents or maybe other important people in your life. Um, I'm going to talk about this personality type that I've seen emerge online, and I think that's maybe where my... You know, I don't know Ennui is coming from With regard to that But the, specifically the, 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 the live tour stands Of Instagram I want to talk a little bit <laughs> About those guys Okay And then I want to know About you whether or not You encouraged Or discouraged What we'll call the ick In your teenage daughter And we'll, and, and I'm not saying She's icky But we'll, I'll explain When we get there But she
1: definitely is No, I'm kidding <laughs>
0: <laughs> then it's dad jokes of the week, and uh, I don't know, maybe in overtime, who could say? But before we dig in, I hear you're back at the office, Chris, like full time, despite uh, all of the airborne diseases.
1: So, this is the funny thing. I am back at the office three days a week mostly Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. No big deal. Ride the bus, put on the mask. You know, nobody's really in the office. So, right. um, but there are people who are around, and some of those people have gotten covid lately. <laughs> <laughs> but I tested myself last night after some some tangential sort of run-ins with people who've tested positive. So, but mm. I'm good on you the hope. dodge. But um but what's funny about working in the office is you come home, everyone's mostly home all day. I came home tonight the place is a fucking mess. <laughs> like the kitchen's <laughs> a disaster. It's full of. It's full, and my
0: wife has gone off to play golf. <laughs> this. this Ali, what in the hell has just happened here? So I, you're at the office all day. Know, you come uh-huh. home uh-huh. to a messy house mm-hmm. where everyone else in your family has been all day mm-hmm. making the mess. Right. And then y- your wife has left you to clean up while she went, goes to play golf. Right, my daughter went you, to her job. You created a monster. <laughs> she just up and left. She just took off,
1: left the whole place just abandoned. My son was home, but he's not going to clean up. That's not what he does. No, and so, and so I, you know, made myself a little dinner and uh, and uh, cleaned cleaned up. <laughs> and she's still not home, and it's. You know, it's 9.30 at night on this on, over here. She's out drinking with her golf friends. She's not
0: squeezing out the last few holes here, running. No, running down the fairway trying no. to beat the light. Yelling no, no. at the
1: people in front of her. Thursday night, she's drinking with her golf friends.
0: And I'm here cleaning up the
1: house. It's like, what a move she's pulled on me. She's she, she, yeah, Stabbed me
0: with my own sword, I believe. That's how that works. That's great. <laughs> Hung by my own petard. All right. Well, do you want to start tonight, or do you want me to? Um, why don't I start? This is a pretty easy one. All right. I came across this. Oh wait, wait! You have to wait uh, for the transition. Shit! The love of God! What are you doing?
1: God, like I haven't been doing this show for three years.
0: Well, in fairness, you've only done it like ten times in twenty (laughs) twenty two. True.
1: All right. I came across this as people have been going out to eat, like you
0: haven't, (laughs) but I have. I'm going to be forced to next week. I've got to actually get on a plane and go to a city other city, and then like yeah. Whoa,
1: wow, thanks. All right. So I have uh, I came across this rules for servers. This guy is a uh, he's a big to do. Mm. I'm not even going to credit him, but I am going to say I'm going to read some of these rules for servers. Have you ever worked in a restaurant environment?
0: I tried. uh, I explored the, the the possibility, but never actually followed through.
1: Yeah, yeah. My family owned a restaurant um, when I was younger, so I, you know, I waited some tables. I mean, it wasn't fancy, but uh-huh. it was just like, you know, I bust some tables and wash some dishes, and you know, kid stuff. Just sure. you know, they just helping out. Yeah, they throw a few bucks at me. It was fine. But, um, but if you've eaten at nicer places, I, he, I think this is pretty informative. And we'll see if, what do you. We'll just, I'll read a few of these and just say, hey, that makes a lot of sense, or what? What is he talking about? So okay. The first thing he says, when describing the menu, never say I have, always say we have. Saying I have is affected and an insult to the cook who has made the dish. I always think it's weird when servers do that. It's like, this like, is not
0: your restaurant. <laughs> I what are you doing?
1: I have for you tonight a...
0: Yeah. No, that, no you good? don't.
1: Yeah. Be friendly, but never chummy. And I think this is an important one. I think this is... You know that, that scene in... Um, in uh, Oceans Eleven, where Brad Pitt's explaining to Matt Damon, like how he's like, be friendly, but don't you know, you know, be funny, but don't make him laugh. Right. You know, what I mean? this that whole that whole this is important thing I think in service is you need to be friendly, but not chummy.
0: Yeah, not, yeah, be memorable but forgotten.
1: Yes. When I, I have a
0: memory of a good time, but mm-hmm. I don't remember anything about that person specifically.
1: Right. I think this is a very important thing, and. uh because you've had the server that's a little too chummy, right?
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe it's, again, I haven't eaten in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It, in fact, I had to like ask my peers. I was like, hey, for this team dinner, like, are these reasonable prices? I haven't been out in the world <laughs> and I know the prices are crazy. So, like, does it seem normal to you? Anyway. Um,
1: do, do you ever do you, do you use the server's name when they tell you their name? If the server tells you their name, do you use their name?
0: It really depends. Um, yeah. how How dad am I feeling? I definitely have done it. Um, but generally at the end of a thank you. Mm-hmm. right? And I think that that is a little less weird, right? I'm not right. like, hey, Mark, <laughs> get me another beer. <laughs> right. Like, the only time me. I use their names is if I know I, I have eaten there frequently enough to actually have developed a rapport. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. If I'm trying to get their attention and I know their name if they've introduced, if they've given me their name, yes, for the that be like oh, excuse me, Mark. Yes. Can I can I get some more water? You know what I mean? Kind of a yeah. thing. I don't ask their name. There's some people I know who ask for people's names. And what's your name? It's like you know, if no. You, if we're they, not. what are you doing? If they give you their name, fine. Nanya. My name is Nanya. Where possible, trying to try to anticipate the customer's needs. That does not mean hovering close to the table. You ever have a hoverer?
0: Yes. Yes. It's like, can I help you? Do we need something? I don't know. No, not
1: right now. There's the classic: you put food in your mouth, and they they jump over and it's like, ah, is everything fine?
0: It's like I just you just saw me put
1: this in my mouth.
0: I know what you. Yeah, you're doing. no, I don't want to talk about honestly the quality of the food. Is like, I, I I I don't like how's everything tasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a. I'm. Uh, I'm you're asking me to like review the <laughs> restaurant. I'm not here to do that. I'm just eating. Shut up.
1: Alright, here's the thing. Always give the price of the day's special. There was an eternally hip restaurant in Greenwich Village called Da Saviano, which refused to let the customers know the outrageous price of their specials until the check was presented. Can you imagine going to this place? Like, fuck you, tell me how much the whatever is.
0: That's a very specific complaint, obviously, and I mean, I guess there's something to be said for don't go to the restaurant if you need to ask the price. You know what I mean? Like that's a, that is a cultural thing that exists, right? There's no prices because if you have to ask, you can't afford it, which yeah, I mean, that sucks. (laughs) But you know, that's how like, uh, that's how like big time college sports donations works. When you're trying to get better seats, (laughs) how much do I need to donate to get here? I can't tell you that, sir. So just kind of check and hope,
1: right? Donate Mm -hmm. and see where that gets you. Yeah. That's, that's some bullshit. If you ask me, it's like, just (laughs) tell me how much the, whatever the fillet is. I don't want to I don't want to deal. Um when a customer pays the check in cash never assume the change is your tip. Always return the change to the table. This seems very basic. I would be pissed if somebody just didn't bring change.
0: I don't know. It really depends on how much it is. Like if it's a if it's 20 bucks on a $15 16 dollars $16 check. I'd say that's the breaking point.
1: But it's assumed that it's, yeah, it's yeah. presumptuous if you don't bring the change back. If you bring the change back and they leave it, okay, that's your tip. Don't just pocket somebody's change.
0: I de- I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from. I don't necessarily disagree with it. But I also like the power move of make you ask for it back. <laughs> <laughs> give me my change mark. Any, yeah, because anyone that wasn't going to give you a good tip, um, <laughs> it's, the, the experience is over anyway. And at that point, you're like, well, you're a bad tipper. Or maybe you're a bad tipper. But I want to find out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never offer a celebrity a free drink, ever. Instead, offer it to a regular or a guest least expecting it.
0: I mean, I'm just in general not for rich people getting things for free, which happens all the time. Like, oh, oh, you're the person that can most afford this. How would you like to not have to pay for it?
1: <laughs> Thank you for coming into our... Yeah, exactly. exactly. You've got a billion dollars. You're, you don't... Yeah, that's all good. Uh, once a meal is served, never utter the meaningless phrase, how is everything? Yeah. If a server must that. if a server must break the flow of conversation, please let it be simple. Do you need anything? I think that's a nice. That's a. I think we can all sort of learn from that. That's a. I think that's a good one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I already I think that was the cousin to uh, what did I say? Uh, how's everything tasting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to just answer random questions about the food.
1: No. No. Yeah.
0: But I like the service aspect
1: of. Can I get you anything? I think this is a good thing with guests as well. I think if I, you not Honestly, if I guess, if I guess in my house, I think that instead of trying to go fishing for compliments, like "How does that taste? Do you like it? It's good?"
0: <laughs> Just say, hey,
1: do you need anything? Can I get you something?
0: You got you? I might ask how things are if I'm not if I feel like I've delivered something that's not up to my standards. <laughs> at my own house, I'm like, yeah. So, is it okay? Because. I know it's not like the best version of this I've ever made. Right. I dropped that
1: on the patio, but I, <laughs> but, but I picked it up and put it on your plate anyway. So is it okay? Is it tasting fine? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is my, the last one's my favorite. And never, ever go home with a customer for less than $500.
0: <laughs> wow. I mean, gross. I, don't, I mean, whatever. I can do, do what you want to do. <laughs> I mean, maybe you're attracted to them. I don't know. Perhaps anyway. you know you skipped one in here though that I uh, that says uh, never clear my coffee cup until I've after I've left the table one hundred percent and I, don't drop the check before I ask for it which I actually bring it but check with me you know what I mean like right because I, I what I really hate is when you drop the check and I was actually gonna stick around for another round of drinks or whatever
1: yeah no I agree and we have a thing my wife and I do have a thing I think she probably probably i probably rubbed off on me from her but i eat fast Mm -hmm. so and she doesn't and so i'm generally done before she is and if i let my plate go it feels like she's eating by herself Mm -hmm. so i'm always like you know what i'm good for now please don't clear my plate and i think some restaurants are like we don't want to see people with empty plates sitting around because it feels like we're not doing anything but i'm like don't clear my plate my wife's still eating
0: you, know you need to I mean? like start setting aside something just like take tiny bites of for like, the last ten minutes of your meal. <laughs> That's not me. All I'm right. like throwing food in my mouth <laughs> making the
1: making the animal noise, and you know she's eating like an aristocrat, and I'm done a good fifteen minutes before she's done eating anything so I think
0: the cardinal sin is anytime anything gets cleared without uh like with just like with any kind of assumption so hmm I've had like cocktails that weren't finished. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's one hundred percent. I'm not done with that. Yeah. And
1: you're right. Don't drop my check until you ask. Like, may I get you another drink? Are you, right. Do you need anything? Right. Yeah, we might round. You might. We might want another round of drinks. Or but if uh, you throw yeah, a check whatever. at
0: me, yeah. I'm out of there. Well, and that's what. I mean, sometimes that's how it feels, right? And it's are you no. trying to turn the tables? And that's always if you're trying to turn the tables. I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess I understand it, but it's upsetting. I'm trying to have like a nice relaxing evening away from my home. Right. Not anyway. not be encouraged to get the fuck out as fast as possible. <laughs> but overall, I'm pretty sol- I think those rules are pretty solid. And I'm going to I'll let you know how it goes for my first time in a restaurant <laughs> in multiple years. In a while. Um, you know, because I think that the people have gotten like much worse at everything. And I include myself in that. Maybe we can talk about that in the overtime. Mhm. In the but meantime. There's no,
1: there's, no que- there's no question that that a lot of places the edge has come off their service. Like, no one's sharp.
0: Right. No one's rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to whether or not you'd keep these secrets. Have you ever been arrested? Did you tell your parents? <laughs> <laughs> I, arrested? I mean <laughs> you're like well I'm, who hasn't been detained I
1: mean, <laughs> I mean I've been detained near the side of the road but not but not
0: they didn't put me in a car and take me anywhere right Okay um, if you were oh, this is, I'm just going now I was going to read this to you, but now it's like it's I just read it My mom always wondered why I didn't have friends in high school and it's because we were broke and I knew she was struggling so I refused anytime people wanted to do things so I wouldn't ask for money. Then in my last year of high school, I worked full time, so I had no time to make friends. Would you protect your parents from your tr- your, your no friend trauma because of your porness? <laughs> yes, I mean that's a, I think that's a kind of a
1: that's kind of a that's kind of a mature thing for that kid to do. I mean, it's ho- I, I'm okay. I don't know, but I, I imagine <laughs> it's difficult. For, like when money's short, mm-hmm. especially in high school where so much you know rides on the fact that you know if you're the poor person in in your school like you know that just get a rash of crap
0: yeah definitely i had had
1: friends who worked in in you know high school and in college because they didn't have a lot of money and i i always thought that was i thought that was you know an honorable way to to handle it and i never gave them crap about it i mean (laughs) but i think i could understand where where you might just sort of keep that to yourself and not want to you know, involve your parents
0: were your parents the kind of parents that like harassed you about whether or not you had a like a, a girlfriend
1: i have asian parents so right so first of all it is do not date a girl <laughs> <laughs> okay. you, you don't that'll ruin everything so don't do that mm-hmm. so that means i never brought a girl home i brought one i brought exactly one girl home to meet my parents and i married that girl okay yeah I mean, they met the girl I went to prom with, and she was ostensibly my girlfriend.
0: Okay. That doesn't really count.
1: But that doesn't really count. I mean, she never came over for dinner. She never,
0: like, we never went out, and I brought her along. That was just not happening. So, so, yeah. So, my older daughter just turned 10, and now there's, like, some... There's boys. They're around. Mm -hmm. And I remember my parents you know we've talked a little bit about this on the show in the past i don't think we've ever gotten really into it in detail but my parents never really told me that like what was happening to me like romantically at that time at that age didn't matter like Mm. it just it's just meaningless but you of course you can't say it like that to the child you have to (laughs) be sensitive to the fact that it's the first time they're experiencing it so it feels like it's the most important thing and there's nothing that will ever be more important than this. But I think I would have like been well-served with a little bit of perspective. And I, and I'm wondering, you know, you, you've, you've talked about teenage liaisons. That sounded much more like scandalous than I meant it, but you know Mm -hmm. what I mean in the past. And I'm curious, like, have you had to deal with the, the broken heart?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think that, um, from my daughter's perspective she's probably been a little more of a wrecking ball than the building i think <laughs> i think she yeah you know I, there were definitely some times where there was a boy and i think she was just trying it on for size like i wonder what it would be like to have uh, kind of a uh, boyfriend uh. and then a couple weeks later or a month later she's like i'd like what about so and so she'd be like i don't, I don't know <laughs> it's just, it's like talk to him and it, no, I just sort of just uh, I didn't want to talk to him anymore, so I just stopped talking to him. It's <laughs> like what? That's just terrible. <laughs> You're just going around and just crushing this kid. I don't I don't know what his problem was, but yeah, I think like I said, I think she was just trying it on for size.
0: Okay. Well, that'll dovetail nicely when we come back to uh whether we encourage or discourage the ick. <laughs> for sure. Would you have lied to your parents about graduating college and like faked your way into being prof- like if you had made it let's say you just lied to them mm-hmm. but then like two years later you got a like a, a plush internship and you end up getting like an executive role within like you know it was some kind of great career move right even though you didn't finish college how long would you maintain that lie
1: no i couldn't there's no way i there's no way i could have there's no possible way i could have not finished college because they were paying for it first of all <laughs> now if you're paying for your own college you know, yes. do whatever you want right right yeah. Tell your parents you graduated. Don't tell them. I don't care. But I was beholden to the fact that they paid for it, so I had to produce a diploma, and that was the least I could do. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't a great college student. I mean, I didn't have great college grades, um, but I graduated, and that was and that was that was good enough for me personally. But no, I couldn't have. I couldn't have lied about that. <laughs> that would be too. That'd be going too far.
0: Every time I thought about going back to get my MBA, I'd encounter another person with an MBA professionally, and I'd be like, yeah, I don't need that degree. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to my friends who listen to MBAs. Or
1: who've, or who've earned MBAs and, have you know, made a career out of whatever, you know, bullshit weaving that MBAs <laughs> do.
0: Because it's high level. Yeah, I mean, I think I was... I can't remember if I was who I was telling this to, but I recently basically said, yeah, I used to build technology. Now I just talk about it. (laughs) No. All right. This is a little bit of a different one. Um, This person paid their mom's rent for the last seven years until um, they passed away. She would write a check for her portion of the rent and this, their, their uh, son or daughter used a separate bank account to wire it back into her account and told her that her social security disability went up by however much she paid me. Oh, that's nice. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm, I you know I understand where parents Are you patronizing the old person at that point? You know,
1: it it would be it would be I think presumptuous to think that the 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 parent didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you think you're fooling your parents and sometimes I think your parents are just like, "Okay. <laughs> I'll let you go ahead and carry on and I won't bust you." That seems like one of those where okay, the kid is doing a very nice thing for their parent. Their parent has some pride
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so allows the illusion to go on simply because it's a nice thing for a kid to do for their folks.
0: I don't know. Every time I've come clean to my mom about something that happened like 30 years ago, I feel like I'm always surprising her. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what, you did? I'm like, oh, really? You didn't know? i was
1: self-involved you know that's that's the other thing is yeah you know if if your parents are a little bit self-involved it might be easier to to fool them in this way because they perhaps ultimately don't care right you didn't kill anybody you didn't die you came home you're basically a good kid i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of uh there's a lot of rope i'm willing to you know to let out for you know, a kid who's a good kid. Like my daughter, she's a good kid. She get good grades. She works hard. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you want to do a little something? You don't have to tell me. <laughs> you want to go make out with a boy?
0: I don't. To, I don't even know about it. Yeah. Funny. No. Yeah, that's that's not in my business anyway. <laughs> um, all right. This is a, like kind of a hard downshift, but uh, this is more like almost an am I the asshole here? So. This one is, I'm purposely trying not to get my wife pregnant. I'm in my later 20s. My wife is still in her early 20s. We currently have no kids. Two dogs have been married for only seven months. My initial plan was to be married for two years and get established in our jobs, which are fairly new, then start trying for kids. I really do want them, and I've expressed my concern to her, but she doesn't want to hear any of it. So I'm manipulating her cycle app so we don't do it while she's ovulating. Oh my goodness. It's all normal until you get to the hammer on that one, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so...
1: I don't know where i read this or saw this or something it's like they say women are on a biological clock men are on a financial clock mm-hmm. so like a a, a man won't want to have a family till he feels like he can like a good a reasonable man <laughs> doesn't doesn't want to have a family until he feels like he can support the whole situation or at least that he and his wife can support the whole situation financially right because it's just too stressful for a man but women have a biological clock which is again these are generalizations but yeah. if a woman at some point thinks to herself i really want a baby it's hard to be able it's you know it's hard to tell your wife it's like okay well can we wait on the baby and it's like i want a baby <laughs> it's like, okay, well, he should honestly you know he should just honestly be talk to her and say you know yeah. i don't feel like if we have a baby that we're good financial i'd like to make this one milestone and then we can have a baby what's wrong with that i don't but 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 uh, what his what he's doing is the the worst possible choice (laughs) just you know just kind of you know miss (laughs) (laughs) you know
0: just just i missed i didn't time that very well that was yeah yeah you're just gonna have to yeah it's it's better to just i don't know man just go get a secret vasectomy and then undo it <laughs> in like three a years. secret vasectomy. I think that's better. That's, I think No, that's not better. Because it's your own body. Like him manipulating <laughs> her, her cycle app is just really terrible. Like that's just, he's gaslighting her. If he just, get he should, a vasectomy, no, get it reversed he, he, yeah, in like three years. Yeah, he, he should just like slip her some plan B every time they have sex. <laughs> I think in today's world, I got to tell you, if I'm 18 years old, like if I just graduated from high school, like two months ago, I think I'm going to tie it up. I'm like, you know what? No. once you go wrap this up? I will uh, I will uh, I'll come back in 10 years and you can see if we can make it happen. You want to have double the ball surgery as opposed to just like It using wasn't a big deal, standard... man. <laughs> well, putting it back together might be. It's, it's supposedly not. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? I don't know. Okay. I, you know what? If we ever get cybernetics, I think that's the move. Maybe. Let yeah, me dis- just... let me I want just take the balls off. Yeah, they, should, just, they should be able to
1: Yeah, like somebody should just develop like a vast difference clamp that you can put in there. Yeah. Clamp them off. Oh god, that And then much worse. Yeah, no, and then it just lives in there and then and then after when you're ready to have it they go back in there they unclip them and you're good to go. Yeah. And then that, that that's that. And then it's there gotta should be, be something for her as well. Like you just get in there and you clamp those things off and no eggs come out, and no sperm comes out of yours, and you're good. And then when you're ready to do it, everyone just gets unclamped, and you're off and running. You're
0: baby <laughs> making machine. Real simple. I don't <laughs> that's know. how. That's how all great ideas start. They start as simple. I'm telling you, preventative vasectomy is the way to go. <laughs> all right. Okay, last one. Last one. If you found right. out that yours no, there was no chance you were related to your parents, like you decided to go take a DNA test, and you found out that you were you were. You must have been switched at birth. Okay, zero percent both ways. What would you
1: tell mm-hmm. them? No. Do my parents love me? <laughs> were they yes. good parents? They love They me and they tried hard to raise me well and did all the stuff that good parents do. I would not tell them. Forget it. No. That's what. Because that's what parents are. That's a. Hey, Clark Kent taught us one. If Clark Kent taught us anything, <laughs> we're back here. It's that biological parents are biological parents, but the people who love you and raise you are the most important people. So I would say, you know, there we have it. There we, I would say, I would not, I would just go to the grave with that. I'd let them pass away thinking that I was their son and they loved me and they raised me and it was all good.
0: Okay. Well, tangentially then, did you ever blame your brother with for anything that actually stuck? The, like, did you I mean, ever did you ever frame your brother for something that you did that your parents believed and then no, punished him for? No. My did he brother, ever do that to you?
1: No. My brother pounded me into a rough paste like three <laughs> times a week. So there was nothing. My my father at one point deputized my brother to be the dispenser of, of wow. basically the hurt. Oh my god! Like if I was acting up, and my brother thought I was acting up, my brother had full license to just punch me not in the face but enough to like like you know how like a big brother punches you in the arm till your arm doesn't move sure yeah yeah, yeah that i got that a lot i mean you're just lying on the ground just quivering and crying because and when did you realize
0: that your father had sanctioned this violence? Well, <laughs> pretty early on. <laughs> that seems he, abusive.
1: It does, uh,
0: but it, you know, kept me in line. I just started like, all right, like okay. Just, and how I'm old getting. were you before? How old did you have to get before you were bigger than your brother?
1: Well, he left, right? He left. Mm. I mean, because I he, but by the time I was a junior and senior in high school. I was bigger, stronger, and then he would. But then we were older, and it didn't matter. I couldn't dispense any. It was, there was, you know, and I was a state level wrestler. So if we, like, started grappling around, I would tie him up in a knot. And, huh. you know, he had lost a bunch of weight. I had gained a bunch of weight. You know, he was, like, 195 pounds, and I was 250 pounds. I mean, there was all kinds of, you know, there, was all, there were all kinds of things shifted around. But, Got but it. he, uh, but Josh, likes to t- Josh, listener Josh, likes to tell a, a good story about when we were at the mountain one time, and I was sort of messing around with my sister and my brother. Like, took four good hard steps and just basically shoulder blocked me over this, over this, over one of those hard ice pack berms, like shovel mm-hmm. berms, near while waiting for the train while waiting for the bus to take us to the parking lot. Yeah. Like, just jacked me into the parking lot like six or seven feet, into, like sliding on my back. Anyway, so
0: no, All nothing right.
1: ever stuck. I didn't. Uh, just, uh, just good stuff. How about you? Do you, have you ever? Do you ever? Did you ever lay anything on your, on your siblings? No, and I stock? was
0: nine before I had siblings. <laughs> I like when, my sister was like you're out of kindergarten when I left like forever. Yeah, well, I never so had an opportunity. To,
1: I mean, it wasn't a standard big brother situation where you no. could lord your power over her.
0: No, the only thing I ever did was like. Mentally torture her into like <laughs> committing self harm. No, that's not much worse than it is. No, oh my God. No, basically, like, I, I, was, I, I, I was getting, I was, what was I, something about guess what, chicken butt, and I wouldn't stop. Uh. And she was getting freaked out. She was freaking out. She was screaming, and she like 10 step and screamed so hard that she like hurt her neck. <laughs> like, she, like, because <laughs> I had been, because she had, <laughs> I was torturing her. Right. My own entertainment like an asshole. Right. right. But really, I mean just mild just I kept she just kept saying what when I would say guess what? And I just kept saying <laughs> chicken butt. And it just it made her crazy. She Ugh. ran in her room, she closed the door, and then I slid a note under the door that said, Guess what? And on the other side it said chicken butt and then She screamed. <laughs> she screamed. <laughs>
1: And awful at she the screamed same time so hard right. that
0: she hurt herself.
1: Oh my god. That's yeah. <laughs> bad. That's another one of those uh, that's a it's an Elena banana situation. It, you know, anyway. What? Elena banana situation? <laughs> <laughs> did, did I ever told the story? I don't Kinda know what that means. here. My son, I got called in when my son was like in fifth fourth grade. I got called into the office because the principal said your, your son and his friend were harassing this girl. And I, and I asked what they do doing. Well, they kept saying banana and laughing and she got angry and they were laughing about it. And then they'd say banana and they would laugh and then she got angry and she and they hauled them into the principal's office. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's really insensitive. I'll have a talk with him. you know, and really, you know, I'm sorry for Hannah. And it's like, well, her name's not Hannah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what are we talking Her name's Elena. I'm like, Elena, Elena banana isn't even a thing. Like my brain about melted down. I was like, Elena, this girl so thought sh- they were harassing her by saying banana, but her name's Elena. And they they were probably
0: making dick jokes.
1: And I asked my son, it's like, were you were you making fun of this girl? They're like, no.
0: Yeah. She and just I, lost her mind because she, she thought don't... she was the target. <laughs> Elena Banana.
1: Elena. You're like How the center of the world must you be to think that these two stupid fourth grade boys are harassing you by saying, Banana, your name's Elena.
0: Get out. Clearly they would have said Plantania. <laughs> Something. I was like, oh, poor Hannah. Her name's not Hannah. I'm like, what? What?" Oh, I don't think you've told me that story before. <laughs> Lay <laughs> a banana. But on that note, let's go find out if we want to be pen pals with Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm.
1: Really excellent Rolling Stone article about an inside, you know, insider relationship with Eddie Van Halen. So this guy, who was a music writer years ago, he decided he left all that behind. Was was being, you know, in the corporate world, but apparently his Lexus Nexus login still worked. So he would cruise through there and look at people, look at people, and found one day he found a listing for Eddie Van Halen, uh-huh. and and he decides to just send an email <laughs> to <laughs> this email address, an AOL address.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. As a Hotmail user, I'm with that, right?
1: <laughs> and and so he says something, and I can't access the. Because Rolling Stone's stupid, I can't access the article right now. But the um, he basically just sends him this innocuous email, mm-hmm. and he gets a reply, <laughs> and he's like, "There's no way this could be Edward Ed, Van Halen." So he s- shoots back at him, and they start having this conversation, and he s- determines at some point he might be talking to the legendary guitarist himself. This goes on for 5 years. Oh my god. <laughs> like this guy keeps he just, you know, he just they have this casual conversation and and he, I I guess, you know, just having somebody to talk to, like just kind of a pen pal. Mhm. But you know, he this guy never sort of gushed or anything like that. Just would ask him reasonable questions and talk about what he was doing. And you know, Eddie would say, "How are you?" And they ended up having this casual email, you know, relationship that turned into a texting relationship. And at some point, they they got to go to a uh, Van Halen concert. Where he got to meet him, and and it's it's a really great uh, story that culminates in the fact that eddie dies Uh and and i just thought what are as a random just lark he ends up becoming friends Uh with 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 eddie van halen it's a really it's it's a really odd thing and i was and i think it has a lot to do with the fact that you know and he doesn't do like social media or anything no, right, like right yeah that. he just but somebody wanders into his email and he decides to reply it's just a it's just a weird it's a weird start to a really touching and and an interesting story so if you have a login to rolling stone you should uh you should definitely um you should definitely check it out but it got to me thinking like, who would be good like what celebrity think would be a good pen pal like who would you like to have a an email sort of funny text relationship with that wouldn't be that you don't think would be super weird like that's the nice thing about this it is it starts out he's sort of in disbelief about it uh-huh. but their their conversations never get weird you know
0: yeah i mean i did look through it and it's like he starts it the, the reason it's so odd is that he i wonder if this is why it prompts a response because he basically starts it by talking shit right right like yeah. it's mild, but and then I mean Eddie's sort of like notorious hothead. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder if that's how you hook him, right? So should you send, I don't know, should you send like Matt Damon an email? That, like, just, like, <laughs> Matt Damon. <Dave. laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, you were terrible in this movie or something. I I don't know. He seems like he might fly off the handle. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. I don't think he would answer you. The no, I of think course the,
1: not. I think. I think that trying to find someone who might engage with you is hard enough, but just but if someone would engage with you, who do you think who do you think would be an interesting who do you think would be an interesting someone to have this kind of a like a a pen pal relationship with who was you know famous?
0: Man, I don't know. I think that i I feel like I know too much about Hollywood people as it is. And I like not even by choice. I right. don't seek it out. So I, I think I,
1: Hollywood people are off. I think actors are off my list. I don't think there's okay. a single
0: actor not interesting
1: that I would find interesting to
0: have. A, I want to be pen pals with that guy that um, the, the the cave diver that Elon Musk called a pedo. <laughs> right. Well, someone who lives like an adventurous lifestyle, like someone yeah, yeah. who does adventure type things. But would that make me feel bad for not doing enough adventurous things? No. No. I used to do adventurous things.
1: Right. Like um like you know who who might be interesting? Like big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Like somebody okay. like that, right? Yeah. Like hey, in Tahiti surfing this <laughs> surfing these waves. Maybe send you a picture in text. Like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, musicians are interesting. Um again, the more the more, you know, sheltered kind. Like I wouldn't want to be pen pals with Axl Rose, <laughs> but would you want to be pen pals with Slash? I don't know.
0: It's one of those kind of things where, where every happen. time I think of somebody, I'm immediately like, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm like, I, would it be weird? I mean, like, I I guess I'd rather have it be like. I, the, the reason the EVH thing is so compelling is because he's just sort of unfiltered, right? And and has been, and and the, this relationship they develop because of it. And I feel like it's hard to understand like what you'd get back from anybody, um, because they are running it through you know fifteen different other people. How who else is going to yep. be just themselves with you? Is the thing
1: that's the that that really is the the gist of this article is that he found. I mean. Maybe Eddie found just somebody he could just talk straight to, and like it never got out, like it never got back around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Eddie Van Halen sent me this email, like he'd post it on social media, and then he'd be like, "Oh, I can't talk to this guy anymore." I mean, he just sort of just kept it going by being interested, and then being you know interesting enough to to you know to to keep the to keep it going. But you know,
0: somebody I want to be like, pen pals it, with Megan the Stallion. <laughs>
1: What would Megan have to tell you? I don't know. Maybe I don't know, but is,
0: I'm interested. She seems <laughs> She seems interesting. I think she's the, definitely living a life that I can't like identify with. So yeah, super maybe curious, she super needs interested. someone
1: to talk to. Maybe she needs somebody to tell. Maybe 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 her life's like a little bit of a, a prison. You know, I want to be um, pen pals
0: with Lil baby and ask him why it's you don't have to like rap on the beat ever. It's just not required anymore. <laughs> it's just not a thing. But people apparently like it. I don't understand, but they like it.
1: Uh, I don't know. This is... It's hard to figure out who would be interesting enough to want to carry on a, a years-long conversation with and be, you know, friendly. With. Snoop, maybe? Snoop might be your, like, ideal. It's kind of cool.
0: Like, you could talk about football. He'd tell you yeah, about, yeah. like,
1: you know, whatever's going on. And, yeah, he's a renaissance
0: know. man, right? Yeah. I mean, that's I a- can tell him that those Snoop Cans commercials are dumb. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, I'm just making money, man. Yeah. Like, he'd just tell you that. I'm sure he'd be like, "Ah, right, you know, they pay me. So it's all good. I and mean, maybe
0: Harrison. I think you Ford. want, like, Werner <laughs> Herzog? Werner <laughs> Herzog? Berner Herzog? <laughs> <laughs> would frighten me too much. Mads Mickelson? I've got Mads, it going
1: now. Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson would be an excellent, excellent pen pal. Liam no Neeson? About it. Maybe. Not Mikkel- Mads Mickelson better. For sure, okay. I think you're on the right track there. Somebody who just is detached enough to would would have conversations about you, about random shit, and yeah. be interesting. Yeah, like maybe have a good have a fun take on stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe more to maybe more to think. Maybe maybe listeners will shoot back some uh, um some thoughts on who they'd like to be celebrity pen pals with.
0: Yeah, because that always happens. <laughs> I asked them. Hey, <laughs> oh, I was I thought that was going to be the nice the, the perfect transition. Sorry, you asked them you were gonna say hey i just said hey they could i ask anyway all right let's do that again all right so i just you know i i enjoy the golf content on instagram it's one of the few things that i actually do enjoy on that platform Mm. there's a lot of it and it varies quite a bit obviously a lot of the accounts post the same stuff over and over again if it's if you follow certain accounts but there's a there's a and I, I mean, whatever. I know about trolls. This is not new, this idea that I'm just going to say something to get a reaction. And then, you know, if I—if you react, then I win. Whatever. I'm very mature. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a specific type of Instagram troll that pops up on every golf post now, which is by, like, the pro, live. I mean, golf. the golf mentions were always full of, like, Trump people anyway, which is, you know, a bummer. But now there's, like, this thing where... It, it, if uh, there's a PGA post, they're so, like shit talking the PGA about the live tour. And I don't understand this world we live in where like sort of being an, a reactionary to like any idea or appeal of, of any sort of morality whatsoever is like your entire personality. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm automatically going to be rude and nasty. If anything is implied that you should have to care about someone else.
1: Well that's the currency of social media. That's what it's become. It's you want someone to flame back at you, you want people to throw as many likes on. So you're trying to be excessive with your comments, you're trying to be extreme, you're trying to get I mean that's what it comes down to, right? They're they're fishing for likes and engagement. And so they'll just write the most hideous thing they can think of. It's it's like Going to a party of fifty Anthony Jesselniks, right? And they're just going to say the most god awful thing that comes to their mind, the most awful, and and they're looking to shock you, and they're looking to they're looking for likes and engagement. And so, so that's the I kind like of thing. It I'm,
0: yeah. When other dickheads bandwagon with me about being an amoral weirdo. Right, very yes. strange thing to make your like the like the, the primary crux of your personality online.
1: Right, which is why social media becomes more worthless all the time, because there are very few authentic takes on anything. You know, besides Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. news, I mean, besides what I can deem as factual news, right? It's like, okay, blah blah blah, this happened today. (laughs) That's a good post for me, and then everything under that is just garbage. There's almost no value to any of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, so the my friends and you know people I know who I engage with, that's fun. But strangers, you know, you have these. You know, sometimes when you have these conversations between, you know, your friend group online and then Mm -hmm. some stranger jumps in and like starts to roast and you're like, get what? Who are you? What? Yeah. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) That's kind of how I feel about these, these live stands. They're just they're. I mean, and, and on all the live posts, the, the PGA stands do the exact same thing. And I don't care who's right or who's wrong. It just, but it's just. Like I said, it's what makes social media much more that much more worthless every day.
0: Yeah. I don't really have much more to say about it. I just noticed it the other day, and I was like, man, this really sucks. <laughs> like, just stop. Like, just stop writing this on the internet. Just please, go away. All right. That's all.
1: All right. Summertime, you have small, younger kids. I have older T- kids. 10 and 8. 10 and 8. I'm 17 and 13
0: that's yeah that's almost an adult <laughs> it's almost a
1: one who can drive one who has a job and all these other things She basically take care of herself She basically just you know i see her sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> i went i went almost a whole day and not she goes to work in the afternoon like between three and four o'clock and works till eight mm. most you know three or three three or four days a week sometimes she's got two jobs like she has a morning job that 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 sometimes you know she goes to that's a little more variable from an hour's perspective so sometimes she leaves 7 30 in the morning i go to work she goes to the afternoon job and i don't see her until she comes home like 9 30 and if she hangs out with her friends it's even late later which sometimes she you goes know, 10 o'clock i won't see her like all day until 10 at night be mm-hmm. and while i miss her i would think to myself well that's easy <laughs> <laughs> and my son, who's 13, he's got places to go. So I mean, I, we have to sort of shuttle him around. But uh-huh. when he's around the house, he's not making any. He's not making a fuss. Like, he asked me to play some ping pong here and there. We play a little Fortnite, and you uh-huh. know, he plays. He goes online with his friends, and I don't know. He's being radicalized online with his friends. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing up there in his room. But I just had this thought that when they were young you had to plan every minute of their summer yeah it was so difficult they have to go to these camps they have to go to this and that they have to, you you don't want them just sit around the house all day and now it, it's so <laughs> much easier oh yeah i just and. and and hopefully it's something you get to look forward to, and you know, as as your kids get older. But, but I remember running ragged all summer long. How summer was far more difficult than the school year by by an order of magnitude.
0: It's different though. Like it doesn't have the regimen. Like you can be a little more chill about bedtime. You can be a little more chill about mealtime. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's the one thing that's nice about the summer. But it is, um, especially when our kids are in weeks where not every week are they busy, right? Like sometimes they're just here, especially because we both work remotely. Right. So we're not going to put, put them in camps and everything, you know, all the time and, and in care all the time um, if they can be at home at certain times. But those weeks are, I think, harder by far because I don't get anything done because you got to play referee half the time. Right. That's getting better, but still, it's just, you know, that sometimes there's a lot of complaining and I'm like, y- you, you don't know how good you have it. And I, I, it's so hard to deal with that where it's like, I have done put so much effort into making sure there's a bunch of stuff for you to do and you just all you care about is the, the you know the eight inch screen in your hand
1: <laughs> <laughs> The uh, do you remember when you're when you and your wife were both working in the office and you, the kids had summer and you had to deal with
0: and they were just in care i'll care all the time
1: yeah 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 just to shuttle them off i mean fortunately
0: well now now i'm doing the, the summer club soccer thing which is like oh yeah by the way fuck your job <laughs> <laughs> tournaments on friday like, what do you mean it's on Friday? What time? Eight thirty. What? What are, you, what are you talking about? Eight thirty on Friday. What in the hell? Like you? So you're only allowed to be on the team if you have one parent that doesn't work, or you have enough money to afford somebody to shuttle your kids around without you? I, I I'm making it happen. But man, you're working I, the
1: working the phone hard
0: at the. At the pretty <laughs> much, we sitting in the car, <laughs> banging it out pretty much yeah I
1: mean, oh, well we're, hit, mean, we're hitting
0: the road at like 8:30 tomorrow mm. and then I got to take calls all the way down and then for a bunch of the time while we're there I got a a, a camping battery and a T-Mobile 5G hotspot. I can have the internet <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> you
1: ready to go, man? I have to. I have to. Well, that's uh that's funny. I mean, that we're in the we're in the crush of golf season right now, so they've got to play on Monday and Tuesday of next week, so... Yeah, I don't I just, I just have to take the... You know, I just have yeah. to rack out some personal days and whatnot and just be like...
0: It is. Okay. It's the summer, right? People kind of understand and whatever. But at the same time, it's... it's. I, I just can't believe there's like, yeah, whatever, it's on Friday. Deal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. But right now, nobody's even working. This whole work-from-home gag. Like, oh, so please. many of the people... You know, that, one of these so,
0: people, like, oh, you need to be in the office. Uh, some
1: of the, no, but some of the, so many of the people... Yeah, you know, right? You know the people who you've like. Shoot the same people that to. fucked off in
0: the office. It's not different. It's not, there's no dynamic. It's not a personal attack on you, but I it's, know. It sounds like, like one.
1: I know who's working at home and who's not working at home. There's
0: definitely no, no, some people who do. I'm there are definitely at people home. who, there are definitely people who ain't. Some days I work a little more than others, but that's, again, not really any different than the office. It was just easier to just pull it off. Like it was almost easier to screw off the office. Like it was obviously at home. You, I feel actually, actually, the screwing off at home is way more productive than the screwing off of the office ever was. Because if I was at work and I was like, "Man, I just don't really want to work on this today," I would just like find something else to occupy my time that was not of value. If I'm doing that at home, I'm like fixing something. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I'm not just like sitting on the couch watching movies. Some people yeah. might probably might. <laughs> not me. Not me. Not you. Well, no, I get it. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the ick. So, the ick is a concept. I mean, when you're young and, and there's in and young romance, anything can turn you off. You, 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 your relationships are, are very transitory in many cases. And, you know, you might really be into something and then somebody and then they do something. They just do something. And you're just like, you know what? ick. And that's it. You'll never recover from the ick. Now, you talked a little bit about your daughter just laying waste to people. It's like, yeah, I just stopped calling him. Now, did you ever ask her? Was there like a re- did you ever interrogate any of it? Like, well, why? Well, we no, yeah, okay. just, uh, just not interested. Just whatever. Okay. wasn't wasn't happen- wasn't working. wasn't happening. Well, what's the dumbest reason, like, or the most petty reason that you ever like ended a relationship? I mean. Petty? I don't. (laughs) Well, just like you know, like things were fine, and then it was just like it doesn't not like you were being petty, just that you knew that you were maybe being shallow or or not really giving the person a fair shake because you were like, you know what, I'm not into it anymore.
1: Right. I think for me, there is okay. So this is from a nerd perspective, kind of a thing. Okay, where you find you know, physically attractive people or people who are attracted to you physically and then they just don't they don't jive with your sort of sure. humor or yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you can't connect of with them. Of course. And that happened to me that happens <laughs> I'm easygoing and in the mm-hmm. moment it's great. You know, it's like I can make any evening fun and then when you drop them off or you part ways at the end of the evening or whatever, you're just like that's different. Right. Yeah, I know what that's like. It's, it's usually that. I mean, I don't, I don't, I was never, I was never picky, you know, in, in, I think, weird ways. I just would be like, does that feel like a love connection? No. Did Will she make out with me again? Okay. If the answer is yes, I might, I might, you know, I might
0: do that again. I think but, I, I have like numerous, like just dumb reasons, <laughs> especially in high school. Um, I was way, way more concerned about, like, than I should have been about, like, what I felt like my relationship said to other people who weren't in the relationship. Sure. And I and, like, I mean, the, the probably the dumbest one was, like, I broke up with a girl because she like, got sick and missed a week of school.
1: I was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you were gone for a weekend. I I, really res- I, I, like, <laughs> I I I liked the break and I didn't really want to resume this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like she was a prisoner of war. You didn't know when she was coming home. I didn't I moved on. You you were sick for a
0: week and I moved on. I didn't pretty know much. Pretty much. You didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> I also dated a girl who was basically like my locker neighbor for like 3 weeks and then realized like I don't think I like you. You're just here all the time. <laughs> like I don't think either one of us really liked each other. We just kind of kept seeing each other and we had good rapport. Uh-huh. And so, like one day, we just went out to the parking lot and made out, and then we just like did that for a while, and then s- just stopped. It was convenient. It was. A, I think it, so. was a, yeah. it was a
1: relationship of convenience. Yeah. I mean, I think like I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had those. Like, yeah. yeah. It, it was. It was. It was. It was not going anywhere, but it wasn't not not going anywhere. Yeah. And, maybe both of us were lazy in
0: in that way, so mm-hmm. it was just easier just to hang out. Sure. I. I I, I have some other examples for you. Okay. Um, this this man Steven says she drove a manual car. <laughs> that makes her awesome by the way. I agree and I think the problem here is that Steven didn't know how to do it.
1: Well, that's 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 a Steve. That's a Steve thing.
0: All right. Um, I don't know this person's name. It's just a regular screen name. I woke up to a text talking about Grand Rising Queen. <laughs> what? <laughs> like gra- like grand rising like to you, my queen, something like that.
1: Oh, yeah. That's no, that's, that's tough. A, that's, too, that's too much.
0: Yeah, you can't be these guys that think they're with these guys that think they're like Cyrano. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't like their name. Like, just didn't like their name. The name I found irritating. <laughs> oh, now this might be.
1: All right. So this is going to sound slightly old-fashioned, but if you're a woman, and and the man has like a really terrible last name like say your name's anthony wiener <laughs> you know that if it goes the distance you might end up being mrs wiener right right and you julia not... Goulia, yeah yeah julia Goulia, <laughs> right so yeah i get it it's it's uh i don't know i mean what what kind of name what kind of don't know, I don't know what kind of name would turn me off. I, I don't know. You can't. We you can't come up with a nickname. First names, I understand. You could just come up with a nickname. It's like, do I have to call you whatever, Molva? <laughs> and can I call you something else? Can we? Can we? Can I make a nickname for you? Because I don't want to say that name. I don't know. Okay. Ethel. What? What? What would be? What like a really
0: old timey name? I don't think I can't think. It have to be like the name my child's name or something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like if you were like if you were divorced or like uh and yeah. started dating yeah there's nothing
0: worse than like when the porno site pops a video with the <laughs> that's that's not that is just fuck this is over forget this I just close this whole thing down <laughs> can't do it <laughs> we're out of here yep, yep uh chapped mm-hmm. lips excessively chapped lips you can Wait.
1: fix it you can is this is this a is this a man saying a woman has chapped lips i don't know it's not can't it's unclear tell? yeah it's, unclear. it's gotta be a man with chapped lips because no woman no no woman who's out in the town that you meet in public is gonna roll with chapped lips not a single woman not i can't imagine
0: caught him filling his beard with my filling in his beard with my eyebrow pencil What if it was his pencil? Would it be less of a problem? <laughs> that,
1: like a manscaper in that in that way, like maybe he tweezed his eyebrows and and filled in his beard with a. I don't know if that's a. I mean, it's pretty petty. I think I think it's I think you'd want a person who, I think you'd want a person who wanted to look good for you. Just say, hey, get your own eyebrow pencil,
0: pal. <laughs> if it's, it's, it's if it's a problem. He had a stutter, but always wanted to talk in my ear nasty. <laughs> that's, a, that's not petty. That's a weird. <laughs> oh, that poor guy. <laughs> just... There's more here where she like types out, do you want me to eat your pussy with a bunch of extra consonants? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's rough. Uh, doesn't know how to maintain his own car. Told me to take my own car to Pet Boys when the maintenance light came on. <laughs> Uh, I it's
1: again seems old fashioned. The you know there's a you know I think I, I think I think the more sort of aristocratic you are as a woman, like the less the less you care about that kind of stuff. Yeah, in a man. Yeah, maybe. Like you don't you you know.
0: Yeah, probably because you don't expect it. Yeah,
1: because you've yeah. seen you've seen those you know you see those those stereotypical type of rich people where the, you know, you have this woman and you have this man who, you know, isn't a man's man. You know, he's not, he's not the kind of person who could fix anything or do anything more, you know.
0: Yeah. Went to the movies and didn't ask if I wanted any snacks. Like, didn't even look at the snack bar. Just just straight to the theater. Dude, sna-
1: movie snacks are expensive.
0: For real. For real. <laughs> That's but, if you want, but, if you, but if you want to make out with a girl, you should ask her if she'd like anything from the snack bar. And the kicker on this one, I had some in my bag, but it was the principal. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't pull them out. She didn't even pull out the snacks. Just sat
1: on him the whole movie. Just said, I'm not getting these snacks out because he's going to want some and that's going to make her really angry. How about that? How about he doesn't buy you snacks, you pull some out of your purse, and he's
0: like, oh, can I have some of those? <laughs> It's like, get the hell out of here! Yeah, yeah, there you go. This one's odd to me, and I want to. Uh, I guess I have one more after this. But um, took me and my car to the gas station, so I have questions. First of all, like okay, so you're going on a date, and he's driving your car. Uh huh. Okay. Said they would fill it up unprovoked, unprovoked, and then reach their hand out for my card after they filled my car up. They're cool. but they're filling the uh, the date's car with her money. Yes.
1: I'll pump your gas, but you have to pay for it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> This is why I had the formula dating. The this is why formula dating was so important to my to my process. Cuz I needed to weed out some of these some of these deal breakers. So I had, you know, a specific dates set up that I knew what, you know, I knew what I was looking for. And so you go to a certain place, you go uh-huh. to a certain place and then you you can sort of very quickly evaluate what your deal breakers are. If you know what your deal breakers are, like, my thing was weird food. Like, I would I'd take, you know, the second date was always to the weird food place. And if they freak out over the menu, you know, that's not, this isn't going to work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I need someone who can who can look at a menu of stuff that they've never seen or <clears throat> understand and, like, say, well, that might sound good. I'd like to try that. Other
0: yeah.
1: than, oh, ah, what is this? He's
0: yeah. <laughs> like, we're right. done. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Forget it. We're
0: out. All right, finally they got a rat tail after I explicitly told them not to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that person—I'm
0: gonna guess this is a woman talking about a man. Uh, that just makes
1: him awesome. So yeah, he doesn't Thank need her. her. If if you're a dude who's willing to cut yourself a rat tail, and a woman and a woman's like, no, that won't work for me, and she dumps you, you've you've made the right decision. You've you've done you've you've done the right thing.
0: All right. Well, we've cleaned our plates. So, you know what part of the show this is. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! <laughs> Dad jokes of the week! Woo! All right. What do you call a line of men waiting to get haircuts? Are they getting rat tails? <laughs> you see how I see that? That's a professional fucking transition, Chris. <laughs> you come, they're, they're the main line. A barbecue. A barbecue. I'm cutting this hair on Friday. Yeah, you're That's, done with it? Yeah, by the time you're listening to this, listeners, I'm going to have uh, Oscar Isaac's hair, Duke Duke Leto Atreides' <laughs> hair from Dune. That's <laughs> what I'm right. going with. Okay. The, long, the long style on the top. It'll be interesting. Right. We'll see okay. how it goes. Why do seagulls fly over the sea?
1: Because if they flew over the bay, they would be bagels. Correct. Correct. Good job. It's a classic you, one in my house.
0: Yes. What do you call two friends who share an Amazon account?
1: Prime. I don't Can know. Get there,
0: primates. Primates. Yeah. Why does Hawkeye make such good tacos? Because he habanero. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like how you delivered that, like walking style. Because he
0: habanero, <laughs> I had to. <laughs> what state is known for its small drinks? Minnesota. Minnesota's. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And finally, I was going to tell a time traveling joke, but she didn't like it. <laughs> They didn't renew Time Traveler's Wife for a second
1: season of those fuckers. Nobody's watching it.
0: It's too bad, because it's I'm really sorry. good. You said so.
1: I know. Anyway.
0: Have you watched The Cowboy Murder Show? The Cowboy Murder Show? Yeah. Which is that one?
1: one? Oh, no. I haven't started. <laughs> as, a, as a Costner stand for some odd reason, I don't know, it got popular, and I just like, uh, I don't know. And then, I'm sure it's great. but
0: Well, so it's really good for at least one season, and then maybe two, and then it's sort of the same yeah. things start to happen over and over again right right
1: yeah that's just that's what happens with those things
0: yeah. like, these people are here and here are the things that happen to them
1: right which is which is opposite of the way that i the the english people do it where they have a story right. to tell you and they just tell you the story and then sometimes right. it ends and it never comes back and it's fine right. yeah. that's what i want
0: yeah me too but sometimes it's i, I like hanging out with kevin costner yeah
1: yeah all right, all right. here's Did my you have here's a dad my, joke yes i do have one all right uh chad kroger tried out for the christmas play but he never made it as
0: a wise man (laughs) he couldn't couldn't cut it right is that what it is isn't it it he never never, made never
1: never made it as a wise man isn't that how the how that song goes
0: i i have to know now could i I know i know what the next line is it's couldn't cut it as a poor man's stealing. yeah that's it yeah never made it as a wise man you're right you're right i couldn't cut it as a poor man's ceiling yeah tired of living like a blind man sick of sight without a sense it is. of feeling
1: See, never made it as a wise this man this is how
0: you remind me <laughs> of what i really am all right that we did, we did yes
1: exactly we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna back up we're gonna back up nickelback on this particular track and so there's some good tracks in there i know it's i know it's i know it's, I know it's sort of no it's fun it's popular
0: to hate nickelback but nickelback has hits and you can eat shit (laughs) 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 i'm not saying they're all good hits there's there's some songs in there though it's just not the worst for sure all right no overtime this week we're way overtime already so that's our show and our thanks to all of you for listening to the two on three pod where we're just holding on for dear life subscribe review tell your friends and your enemies and meet us here next time but until then never made it as a wise man couldn't cut it as a bull marre sneler. <laughs> <laughs>